Hey guys, it's Jordan from Two Guys in Traffic, and I'm here in Banff National Park in Canada with Volvo's XC90. It's their flagship SUV, and it's been tweaked a little bit for this year. One of the features it does have is something called large animal detection, which could come in handy here because there are some large animals about, and this will stop for them. So let's go take a drive. All right, guys, so I'm here in the 2020 Volvo XC90 R design. And we're not gonna really review it today because I have a special guest, Lota Jakobsen. Yes. No, yes? Oh, kind of, yes. What kind of, all right, <laughs> I tried. Yeah, that was good. I tried. That was good. And you are for Volvo Cars. Yes, absolutely. I work for Volvo Cars at the Safety Center and I'm a, a specialist in, in safety, specifically biomechanics. All right, so the way people sit, yeah. the way bodies react, Exactly. in a crash things like that yeah and how to protect got it thing. and doctor. how people are injured yes i, I have a phd in vehicle <laughs> safety and um an adjunct professor at the chalmers university of technology in, in in sweden as well so i work very much with research got it lots of papers i was looking last night yeah on uh, on google scholar yeah and i looked up your, your there's some your, yeah there's one or two <laughs> i have about there, yeah, covering about all kinds of things hundred uh, I guess, and it's true, covering a lot of stuff, and, and that's the result of my many years at Volvo and the progress of the area, and you know, some some things have been uh, important in the 70s, 80s, and when that was kind of solved, I took over in the 90s uh, and uh, worked on those tasks, um, and it has been a lot of different uh, topics over the years, which is really fun. And you just celebrated your 30th anniversary. With yeah, Volvo. At Volvo. Somehow. Yeah, yes. we had cake. It was great. Yeah, it was a lovely cake and it had a lovely safety belt in orange. <laughs> and 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 I You looked a little surprised. I was surprised. Uh, true, truly, I was surprised. I, I did not expect that. I did not even think about it. I I realized that I did mention it the day before. Well, <laughs> so that's once, why they knew. Once you tell uh, yeah. Dean and Jim, then they're going yeah, to go in there. Now action. I know. Now I know that. you got to be uh, careful. But uh, that was so fun. I was It was much appreciated. And uh, I've also been talking about my car with the orange seat belts. That's why they have added the seat belts. Got to have that. Yeah. Which is the, the uh, Polestar. Volvo. Now it's a Volvo Ocean Race oh, Edition. even with, better. Yeah, it was okay. the last, last year. Uh, that car is wonderful. Car. Yeah, it is. I love that thing. Um, another anniversary this mm -hmm. week is the anniversary of the three-point seatbelt. Absolutely. Which is maybe, in, in terms of, of straight change in safety, that might be the biggest development of the past it is. 60 years. Yeah, the safety belt is is the most important safety feature in the car. It works together with the, the rest of the safety systems, obviously. But, but if you don't have that one, you won't benefit from the rest. Because everything's designed for you, expecting you to have to be connected the to the car. On. Yeah, I mean the primary thing is, of course, to have you stay in the car and not being thrown out through the window, uh, yeah, or something like that. protecting you that way. But the second thing is that is that you, by being connected to the car, you benefit from the the energy absorption of the car body, uh, the you know position of where you are when the airbag deploys and stuff. So it's it's really really essential. And and basically the idea is. So we're driving along at, at, you know, 35 miles an hour, I think is what the, the testing, something around there is what the mm -hmm. testing is done at. Yeah. And you hit a wall. Yep. And so you can't go through the wall. No. <laughs> you you got to stop somehow. Yes. And the idea, I believe, of the seatbelt and the airbags and everything is to keep it from feeling like you hit a wall. You're trying mm -hmm. to, to yeah. buy this space. Absolutely. Between me and the steering wheel. So I slow down 
into yeah. it yeah, rather than slowing down exactly. face first. And first, actually, the car uh, adds to that by deforming so that the car body's front is actually deforming, adding the space. So, so you instead of have like one centimeter space uh, in stopping this, you, you you might get you know half a meter or one. And meter. that all happens in. An oh yeah, less than less than a second, less than yeah, very very quick, yeah, less than that. I blink actually, so so it's a very quick thing. So, fortunately, our, our bodies are, are quite strong in quick events. Otherwise, it would be difficult with all these high forces that we are exposed to. But since we are exposed to it during a short period of time, a very, very short period of time, we, we are quite strong, but not, not you know, not enough. We can't do everything. So we need definitely this protection. And so it, it basically just gives a bit of help yeah. to the body. Absolutely. In that. That's incident. the whole purpose. I mean, um, it, it's, uh, it's, Energy, energy absorption by the car body, or if you if you have cars that actually mitigate the speed by by detecting that there is an oncoming crash ongoing, and you have you have chance to reduce the speed by auto brake. Sort of automatic emergency yeah, braking, yeah. things so that, like that. That's also very helpful to reduce the speed. And then uh, the seat belts and the airbags will will add to that um, energy absorption, all with the purpose of minimizing the loads inside the body, like organs slamming together or you know bones breaking brain into the yeah, wall for yeah. concussion it sounds dramatic like that. but that is it is dramatic and, and and that's the whole area that's the whole purpose of by understanding the biomechanics and how to protect and in different directions of crash you could have side impacts you yep. can have rollovers and you can have rear end impacts or everything in between it's it's about the same strategies, although they're not that much distance to absorb energy in the car body from mm -hmm. the other direction. Coming so, coming this way, that the door yeah, is only the side impact is is we more have the strategy to distribute the loads around the occupant um, and absorb energy in the in the car where where that's possible. Um, so so different strategies, but in all these situations, the safety belt will help you to 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 be protected. And because everything else is designed. You have the front airbag, curtain airbag, side airbags in the seats, mm -hmm. uh, knee airbags in, in some places. Yeah. Um, it's expecting you to be here. Uh, yeah, well, it's good if you are where you're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> both as a passenger and uh, and the driver. The driver is usually more sta stable in position because he he or she is uh, uh, holding a steering wheel and have less space. Um, but uh, I mean, especially as a passenger in the back seat, you definitely need a you safety be belt. You could, you could or... be wherever otherwise. Yeah, have to stand, and because then we can better protect. Got it. And then um, for for this car specifically, we've got a whole host of systems to keep you safe. Yes. Um, and so we have sort of the the passive systems that would interact. I think you sort of define that as uh, post crash well like uh, after the moment of impact well right? yeah well i i kind of group everything that helps to protect into occupant protection okay so if you're and, in here and the technology there's this suite of things yeah so the technology could be i mean could be auto brake system activated before the contact it could also be all the stuff we know of as passive safety measures like car body design airbags belts things like that yeah uh, but they all go together as a unit mm -hmm. um, to help protect so um, it's uh, the that it, this has been changing over over time. Obviously, when the auto brake technology came in place, like ten years ago, because that even started. even shedding five miles an hour mm. could make a difference. Because 
if I remember physics class, and I'm sure you can tell me better, uh, the force in increases with the square of yes. the speed yeah. and, and things like that. And so, you know, that could be a big difference between, Absolutely. you know, walking away or mm. having more serious damage is mm. even just a little bit of speed hitting the brake mm. a little bit earlier. Yep. Things like that. Yeah, uh, speed is essential, uh, but also what you, what you impact. So a brick wall uh, is obviously forcing you to have a quicker stop. Yes. If you're uh, running into like a, a side barrier um, on the highway, uh, oh, you will have a longer, you, yeah, or you will maybe, depending on how the side barrier is designed, but many of the new ones are designed to also absorb energy. You will get some, you know, moving along the oh, side so barrier. Oh, you sort of drag down it yeah, and drag it slows down. you down yeah. as we go. So that's the, if those type of crash barriers are, are, are providing you with some ride down simply by the design of the the infrastructure. Got it. One thing I'm really interested in, um, I was a, a volunteer firefighter in Colorado where I used to live and saw a lot of car crashes. Mm. And it was interesting seeing the difference in what the vehicle looked like from 10 or 15 years ago mm. to today. Yeah. Um, and one of them is like the deforming you talked about. Newer mm. cars look worse yep. after the crash. Outside. because they Outside. Because they start shedding parts everywhere <laughs> yeah and yeah. stuff gets crunched and the metal yeah. gets torn back and things like that yeah. and people say oh my goodness that looks like a terrible mm. crash mm. and then if you look closer mm. there's no the, the passenger compartment mm. is totally intact that's that's we've been working intensively with that over over decades and is 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 that something yeah. i mean have there been big changes in that in the past 10 15 years Where, yeah, what's, i would say um in the 90s, late 80s, we we uh, we came into the, that phase. At least at Volvo, um, I remember especially in the 90s where we did a study on uh, lower leg injuries, uh, foot injuries, uh, mm -hmm. you know, ankle injuries, and uh, it was so clear that the intrusion, although not that you know, not like significant intrusion, but just minor intrusion, mm -hmm. added to the injury risks simply by having this um, motion coming towards you by the footwell area. So it was the occupant moving into the footwell area and then there was this, you know, the footwell coming in, which is, I think we have animal spot. Speaking here. of... Oh, uh, Celia, is that... Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you see a part of the animal. Deer? Yeah. It's a deer looking like he's thinking of going into the forest and he's moving slowly. No, I think it's, I think it's an elk. It's an actually. elk, yeah. yeah. It's bigger. <laughs> And no, the, that's no, that's his a friend. Is no, a that's deer? deer. Yeah, it is. You're right. Deer. A big one. And uh, a they boy. have a friend uh, inside there as well. So well, at they least always two. travel. Oh, there's another one there. And there's one to the left. <laughs> yeah, they travel. And <laughs> we have three down there. <laughs> this is. Um, yeah. This is a fantastic place. Well, this is. Uh, yeah, look at them. Oh yeah, they look pretty healthy. Oh yes. They've had had plenty of greenery. They said uh, yeah, up here. You can uh, see from the trees actually that they had. Uh, it's all been very here green. Before. Yeah. Mm. Oh, this is their yeah, favorite num, spot. Num, num. Yeah. Yep. That's nice. So where's the bears? <laughs> I know. I've, I've been waiting. <laughs> Did you? Well, you weren't at. They they saw one at the airport. I know. I saw. I, it, a, I was there, but I was on the wrong side of the house, so oh, I couldn't nice. see it. Uh, so I, I'm sorry for that. And so uh, mm, we yeah. could actually talk about real quick a yeah. feature that this car has of large animal detection. Absolutely. Now they were standstill, these guys we passed by, and they were not on the road. Uh, but otherwise, yes. If there had been on the road and in front of you, uh, this uh, car would take action. and, and Should take action, I should say. Will? Yeah. Yeah, well. Is it yeah. fair enough to say will? 
Well, should or will? That's should. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's. Uh, I think it, the lawyers would say yeah. it should. Well, you can't remember, hold I'm from Sweden, so I might not get the right <laughs> words here. But, no, but, that's fine. Uh, but the, uh, the way the system is designed is that uh, if there is a, um, a likelihood or a risk, if you want, uh, to impact the uh, large animal, yes. um, then uh, we have trained the car to actually recognize it being a large animal and it will break. Usually, so you will not get that much warning simply because of the short time. It's you might get the warning at the breaking. Yeah, and completely avoidance is, depends, of course, what exactly the large animal is doing at the moment. Because it may be running across. Yeah, and it's yeah. going to get out of your way but, if you slow down enough. But but yeah, and definitely it will uh, it will definitely reduce the speed. And I've done a lot of crash tests with large animals. We have a large animal dummy at the workshop. Uh, at, you at you don't lab. crash into large animals. Uh, well, not we, the real ones. No, 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 no. You don't no, have no. a bunch of moose. No, 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 no. no that you're you know, that's, it will not be repeatable and no. it will not be nice. It's better to <laughs> develop a, a, a dummy. So we have this um, dummy, crash test dummy. dummy. It's made of rubber and uh, uh, wires, um, and it's, uh, it's really a. Uh, it has the properties of, a, uh, of an animal, but it doesn't damage and splash all over the, the crusher. <laughs> Uh, nicely, nicely yeah. put. <laughs> so, but it's it's uh, we've been using this for decades, uh, and that's quite unique. Because large animals in Sweden it's are a particular frequent. challenge. Uh, yeah, it's just as frequent as where we are today, at northern North northern, America as well. Yep. Whole, whole northern hemisphere uh, has a hemisphere uh, has a uh, elk, deer, yeah, moose. Yeah. You guys have reindeer. Uh, yes, absolutely. And uh, and they're all. Rather yeah. large and so, so typically, around. these large animals, the, the large animals that are at the highest focus, it could, could also be a horse, uh, yep. they have a body on top of slim legs. Yes. Because if you have that as an animal and you interact with the car, your heavy body will come into the area where the occupants are sitting. So it'll like go over the hood. Yeah, yeah. If you hit something the, lower, like a, a yeah. bear, say, then the it's front. Mostly the grill is exactly, get. and then it's not a danger for the occupants in the car. Mm -hmm. okay, danger the, for the animal. Yeah, the animal is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, this, this. <laughs> but for the people. <laughs> exactly. This technology is is mainly to uh, to um, protect the people. So typically. Uh, injuries you could be exposed to is of course splintering glass, uh, but also that you interact with the the body of the animal. And because it, it's basically coming up it's, over, it's, maybe rolling over oh, the yeah. hood, it could be rolling into, into the, windshield. the windshield. And uh, depending on how strong roof structure you have, it can deform the roof structure as well significantly. And if it's a large enough ant, like a moose could weigh mm -hmm. well over a thousand pounds. Definitely. Kilos, yeah, definitely, you know, definitely. They're huge. Yeah. So, so all this is actually loading into the car, and then speed is also a very important aspect. So, if you can just lower the speed somewhat, the chances of of uh, not getting the animal as close to your head, uh, yeah, will be lower as compared to a higher speed. So, so that that's what we do the test crash testing for uh, is to, sh to simply to load into our upper car body in a way that, that a moose does. And there's no standardized test in the world that actually takes this into account. Because there's lots of tests for, for front, like a uh, wall yep, impact. Yep, yep. Now, there's the offset mm -hmm. and there's the, the full frontal. Mm -hmm. And then I think the one, and I, I'm sure I can find some B-roll and run it here of the, of the moose, or the, the test, uh, it's basically this hanging thing and then it impacts the windshield in basically the yep. worst possible place. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you have these sort of mm -hmm. thin-ish 
pillars mm-hmm. that are nonetheless really strong. They are really strong. And it's, you want to stop that force yeah. and send it up. And the header, of course, uh, up above the yeah, wind scale. Yeah, lots of steel. If you don't design that with strength steel, high strength steel, um, it, it is likely to deform. And, and even if you have designed it for other crash situations, it might not be strong enough in this bending uh, motion that you expose it to when you impact a large animal. This is something that, that uh, has been very clearly shown in our real-world data follow-up, that this, uh, this is so unique. So if you don't address it specifically, you won't get it automatically. You can't just design a strong roof. No, exactly. And have that. No, you can't. You can't just design a, a good car according to the standardized test. Uh, good according to the standardized it's test such a, method. A because weird this, impact. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's simply unique. Um, so, but we've had it since way back. This is a fourth generation of, of the moose uh, dummy <laughs> we have in our lab now. So. Uh, All right. It, it was originally based on a test that was performed in Sweden by an institute there and the university using a, a real moose cadaver, mm-hmm. that was. Uh, 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 We've got to start somewhere. Exactly. And yeah. based on that data, um, the, uh, we have then developed over the years some different generation of the moose dummy, um, focusing the durability and, and, and stuff. Yeah. It, that reminds me, I know there's a, a test in aviation where they'll shoot frozen chickens okay. at the cockpit windows mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make sure they're sturdy enough to hit a bird yeah. at speed yeah. and not, you know, have, yeah. have problems. In, in the and car the same, industry, we, we would have made a kind of a repeatable chicken <laughs> <Something> instead. <laughs> a repeatable chicken rather than just... Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know mm. if that's apocryphal or not, but, uh, but No, it's but it, it's, it's all about, you know, when you develop crash safety uh, with the crash test dummies and their virtual counterpart, they are tools to help us design the technology. So they have to be really repeatable, mm-hmm. do the same every time. Because if you make time. a change to something in the car yeah, you want to, to see know. if it's... Exactly. So that's why you need these tools, which are then simplified. Uh, so, so the crash test dummies are simplified humans, but they, they serve a purpose to actually uh, mimic uh, the reactions of a human body in that speed. Uh, that's important to know, actually. The crash test are a bit stiff, but that's because we become stiff, because we have a lot of water inside our bodies. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you take your hand through water slowly, it's quite soft, but if you smash the hand uh, towards water, it gets it, stiff. So yep. the crash test are stiff, stiffer than we perceive ourselves to be like, mm-hmm. you know, when, today. <laughs> yeah. uh, but when we're exposed to a crash at these very high, high or impact at these very high speeds, Oh, short durations uh, that's uh, come stiff. And people will also, if they see the crash coming, yeah. they'll, they'll sort of tense up, right? Yeah. Isn't that kind of a natural response? Yeah, but it's, it is a bit different how you tense. Uh, it, it, we see reactions at both people like curving together, hiding. Mm-hmm. Some people are reaching backwards if the pressure, if the thread is from Trying the to get away from it. Yeah, so there are these different types of behaviors. And in many of the cases, there is really no type to react. You just either yeah. you don't see it or whatever. Mm. So in a in a in a crash, um, there are some exceptions like uh, in rear end impact and neck tension. Maybe that that because you see the if you see the impact coming, mm-hmm. you have some time. But but otherwise, um, the muscle and the muscle tension is not really that influential in a crash. Um, it may reposition you before the crash so you mm-hmm. sit in another posture but 
but it, we we are we do have virtual tools now to actually take that into account but it, and it influences to some extent but not that hugely much and then uh, there's things that that people do that my uh, i had a friend who used to do this all the time and it drove me nuts <laughs> like putting their feet up yeah on here yeah and that's like no the worst yeah it's it's really bad i mean it's it's there are many issues. I would say the main one is actually what you do then is that you rotate your hip a lot. So when oh, we are sitting, you're not sitting perfectly straight. Yeah, if we're sitting upright, my my hip bone has an upright posture. If I would scoot my you know scoot forward and mm-hmm. and lift my feet, my pelvis or hip bone would rotate. That means oh backwards. That means that those nice hard. Uh, parts that we have on the front side, which is where side. the seat belt is supposed to yeah, sit, exactly. on the strongest part of your yeah, body. Exactly, basically. they they are somewhere very low, so that means that if you have that posture in a frontal impact, you will move under the seat belt. It will not be able to. It won't hold you in place. It won't hold and you then... in place. Uh, so that's uh, it's not a good thing to do that. And then obviously, if you have airbags and stuff under the feet, it's not really that's, beneficial either. So it, it's really a I think bad a little thing. bit of an understatement. Yeah, right? not not really beneficial. No, yes. it's really really bad. And um, is is that a scenario that you would ever test for, or do you just say no? You I don't be have doing to. That. I don't have to. I don't have to. I, I mean, I I know. You should be able to assume. Uh, yeah, I know the consequences. And there are. And there's course, not really anything you could do anyway, other than maybe not fire the airbag, but. Maybe it'll still be worse. I yeah, don't know. I think instead, I mean, the future now brings new sitting postures in. Uh, so because of like autonomous. Yeah, in autonomous cars, or even you know, it could have future cars with a driver, but the passengers are more like uh, mm-hmm. another seating configuration. So, but future cars or future demands of cars, usage of cars requires that we understand this in more detail. So obviously we are looking a lot into the area of being reclined, which also rotates the pelvis. We're creating tools in order to more better replicate that. The crash test dummies does not do a good job because they have a have a well they have a welded uh, hip in uh, 90 degrees kind of. So yeah. they, oh, they, yeah. okay. if you recline those like their legs stick. Yeah. yeah. So so we need better tools. Um so yes, we need to learn from this. Uh, but I know I have no reason to do a, a crash test with uh, with feet on, on top. But don't of the do dashboard. it. Don't sit like that. Don't sit like that because it'll make you very sad and it yeah, won't work. Yeah, it's a it's a real bad bad thing. Although I acknowledge the fact that people want to change their postures. So say, move around. Yeah, saying that I I think what the future is bringing us is the possibilities to actually get into more sitting sitting postures. We're not there yet, uh, and we really need to do a lot of work. It will, it, it's it's kind, of, kind of a game changer in how we address crash safety um, by trying to address things instead of just say it's not allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to be able to do that, we have to have more knowledge from the biomechanical research and looking into details in, in a higher extent that we have been, been doing simply because we have not had you know the the big reason and the possibilities actually to to go so deep into all the details and and that sort of ties into one of the things that we had talked about yesterday mm-hmm. of of distracted driving yeah. and that we know people are going to be distracted whether they're looking at their phone or turning the knob mm-hmm. or maybe 
looking at their kids who are doing mm-hmm. something, or even something you said traffic related, like oh yeah, oh let me driving. look over my shoulder, yeah, driving related. You know, I'm going to do the right thing, yeah, and I'm going to see if there's someone mm-hmm. in that lane before I turn over. Yeah. And so you look over your and shoulder, somebody might stop in front of you, yeah, something happens, mm-hmm. and and you know, sort of knowing that human behavior, mm-hmm. I think would also have a large part in it, your work of sort of we know what people are going to do, even if it's not the right thing. Mm-hmm. But that's that's obviously a very important part of safety as well. It, it is, uh, I mean, obviously avoiding the collision is always the best, and, <laughs> and it has been on our on our uh, you know work uh, table for for decades as well, including you know making automatic things in the car. Uh, like the uh, uh, the climate control mm-hmm. and the you know the radio stations and those kind of obvious things. Or controlling were, them from the steering wheel yeah, instead and, of and, over here. Yeah, and actually it controls us itself. Like 20 years back, you had to adjust the the, the heater and, yep. and stuff. So so we are doing um, trying to re- remove or make things as easy as possible for those. But people tend to add add things uh, into the car, and that we. Try to make that as easy. Yeah, make make that easy as possible. And the strategy that we have actually to help the driver mainly is to um, to assist the driver in these kind of distracted situations by monitoring uh, in front of the car and if there is something. Watching lane lines, make sure they don't drift. And and, someone in front of you. Yeah, and our support system for collision warning with auto brake. Now that includes a lot of features that both. uh, Identifying passenger, oh, sorry, uh, pedestrians, uh, bicyclists, mm-hmm. uh, cars, uh, and large animals. Yep. And more to be added, obviously. The more we, uh, the more we come. Refine the technology, yeah. things like that. So, so that will help you to alert you that there's something in front of you. And if you don't take action to break, the car will break for you. And so that's that's an important uh, contribution. And it's uh, there's really more Im- that's needed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's really impressive too how fast the car can stop. Yeah, because I've been in the in the simulation or on the uh, you know on the test track, yeah. and you're coming up and you're coming up and you're like, there's this thing, yeah. and then the uh, the auto emergency brake kicks in yeah. at full braking. Yeah, one G, and yes. stops the car as quickly as and you're yeah. and you know and you'll stop two inches away from whatever the obstacle yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, we we yeah. You know very precisely. This is how much room we have, and you're going to use every inch of it. Yeah, because the test setup at the test setup Knows. you do you, you run yep. you have that speed that that uh, where you can have avoidance and that yeah um, if you drive quicker uh, you might not avoid stop. but you will mitigate you will reduce and so the speed. a 20 mile an hour crash is much better than a 50 mile an hour absolutely crash by huge as, as as you said i mean there's the square of the velocity yeah uh, and the energy so uh uh any any speed reduction will make is it good. a lot better for you um, and so one last thing that I think is really interesting that Volvo does specifically that I don't know that any other car maker does is you have your research team in Sweden that goes out mm-hmm. to crashes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not just Volvo crashes. Well, it's, right? it is, is Volvo mo- crashes. Is it all Volvo yeah, crashes? Yeah, okay. it's Volvo crashes, but yeah, we, we don't really care care about the other. We don't collect data about uh, the counterpart. In, uh, Got it. So you're so, checking, so you're checking, we're checking your own. Our Volvo car. And, but, and but, you're re- looking, what sort of things are you looking for? Uh, everything. Uh, if we're looking for uh, potential causes of it, influencing factors, like is distraction, is mm-hmm. there something else that could, could influence? So we learn about that and we look into, we um, ask for permission to get access to medical records if, if anyone is mm-hmm. injured. Uh, we look into the car and if it's really interesting, we take it to the workshop. Uh, we ask the insurance company or the owner of the car to actually to 
have a deep dive into and they're it. They're probably usually pretty, yeah, pretty we, willing because oh, oh, yeah. it's just to help for the next time. Uh, yeah, we, we have had this ongoing since 1970. So we're talking decades. So we have cooperation with the SOS alarm system that, that actually helps us to alert us about these uh, accidents. Uh, and uh, so we have this uh, very good uh, cooperation. The road authorities uh, investigate in Sweden all, all crashes with fatalities. Mm -hmm. uh, there we do the joint analysis with them instead of, you know. Uh, so they get your expertise as well. Yeah, so yeah. The, the, they invite us to their ways. analysis and uh, sometimes we have looked at the crash as well and sometimes we, we depends on where the crash is. Uh, so, so the on-site investigations is within the, an area a one-hour drive from our office in Gothenburg. Mm -hmm. um, but we could have cases from other places. It's not enormous, a lot of cases, but all these cases are, are very much in-depth. We get very good understanding of the mechanisms. And then you're learning from... I use this, yeah, yeah, I use this data, you know, you can have an aggregator, like I, I'm interested in spine injuries, for instance. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll Put together all the spine injuries over the year, and then I and then I and then I go through the mechanisms of those. I can then also request uh, permission to get access to the uh, X-rays, and looking at the X-rays provides information on the mechanism inside of the body, and then uh, and then so I put it for, together for commonality between yeah crashes. or uniqueness, but at least gathering the data on the mechanism, and then I can put it together into what are the what are the mechanisms behind them? What kind of uh, situations are they occurring? Is there some specific loading into the body that I can address by some technology? Uh, so, so that's the way to use the in-depth data. And that's th the big uniqueness in that is that we've had it for so many years and, uh, and it has, we have, have a working method based on this. We also use statistical data. We collect consistently, uh, been doing so since the 1970s. That helps us to, to track the progress, to see the priorities, and, and to because, get... Because, you know, there's basically, you can create a list of, okay, the most common is yeah. frontal impact, and yeah. then something, and then something. Yeah, I could do that over, over, over time as well, since we have had as this since the 1970s. So I, we have publications showing the summary of that data and showing in the 70s, well, in the yeah, 70s, we reduced this and this and this. In the 80s, we have this and this addressed. Um, and that, that's really helpful. Um, Obviously, there is always a lag because you don't get uh, information from the real world mm -hmm. um, very right quickly. <laughs> it takes well, you some make years. a change and then you have to sell yeah, the car and then you have to do all that. Yeah, we have to wait a couple of years always to, to understand what the benefits of a new technology is. But that's worth waiting for because usually it's very rewarding. Cameras, mm. radar, yeah. sensors, everything. They work together. Trying to look ahead maybe when you don't see something mm -hmm. or don't react quite as quickly because the computer is always going to react faster. Exactly, and it doesn't, it's not distracted. Computer's never distracted. That's true. That's the it's, not, it's not looking at its phone. Exactly, that's really, I mean, that's always on uh, while you might be sometimes off. And that's been, City Safety came out in 2007? Yeah, eight, we have had auto brake systems since 2007, eight. Yeah, it depends yeah. on how you define it. But we started the work in the area 2006 by brake support, forward collision warning and brake support. Yeah. became more advanced. We have had city safety, uh, low speed um, version uh, um, as standards in 2008. Mm -hmm. And in parallel, we, we had the camera in, in, um, and radar combination that we see today, mm -hmm. uh, which became standard in all cars since 2015 then. 
And then the automatic emergency braking is going to be standard or an industry agreement in I hope so. 2022 or I, something I, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. What it's supposed to be. It's important to get stuff like that standard. Well, and that we know from the the city safety, I think, is where the research first came from about mm-hmm. how many front-end collisions yeah. that technology can reduce. Yeah. It's something like 40%. Yeah, different studies, but it is up in that range. So it, it makes a it's huge... It's a significant amount. It is significant. And it's... Uh, and it's it becomes significant when it is standard. So it wasn't for, until the city safety uh, in two thousand eight mm-hmm. was was launched, which was standard. Uh, the numbers came up in that you know level, so mm-hmm. that you could do research on it uh, and also to really measure the impact. So that's why standard is so important. Because it's good for this car to have automatic mm-hmm. emergency braking, yep. but what we really want is the car behind us to have yep. automatic emergency braking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So the no, more the better. All the cars around you. Yeah, the more the better. Perfect. And that will help. Well, well thank you so much for for joining us. Uh we didn't talk about the car too much, but uh, uh outside looks good. You think it, the design looks good? Oh, it's beautiful. The review uh, yeah. inside is good. I'm so proud of the the car <laughs> from a safety perspective because this is all the knowledge that we have gained over all these years, we we got into this. These, and this uh, has new, got this new. Uh, and every year spot. you're you're adding a little bit, absolutely, here and there. And so you, you come mm-hmm. up with the new research, and yep. okay, we're going to tweak how yep. this works, or we're yep. going to make the big animal detection better. Yep. All those things. Yeah. So that's uh, evolution continues. Perfect. Well, keep at it. Another Thank thirty you. years. Maybe. <laughs> For the ninetieth year, we'll come back. Yeah. That's maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you, not you, you need, and I. You need, some yeah, somebody. Somebody will be celebrating the 90th anniversary exactly. of the seatbelt. And who knows what cars will look like then? No, that's going to change a lot. That's quite uh, actually challenging. Yeah, Thirty years. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. Uh, real quick note: underneath, like, subscribe, leave a comment. You can tell me what I got wrong. She probably didn't get anything wrong because she's got all the papers and degrees. But you can go read them. Yes. And if you have a critique. It's, you know, academics, that's, that's, the way that's it all it. Find, let's, let's develop new safety systems. Absolutely. Perfect. We enjoyed Canada. Thank you very much.